Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Wow, buddy! You look healthy and happy. Veterinary surgeon and natural pet food pioneer John Burns knows the positive impact a natural diet has on our beloved pets. That's why he developed Burns Pet Nutrition. Hmm. Maybe I should try some of your pet food myself. Okay, okay. I'll start with a salad. For natural, no nasty, wholesome recipes, choose Burns Pet Nutrition. Available from veterinary clinics and all good pet shops across Ireland. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What's your first impressions of the bunker? Well, it's ugly, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, look, it looks very 1990s sort of a thing, doesn't it? And um, the guys say it's actually worse inside than it is outside. It's kind of strange because uh, it's here in the middle of an industrial estate. So across the way, what do we have? That's obviously it's a, car, a, a car, car, dealership. car dealership, right? And we have, we had a Smith's Toys Superstore mm-hmm. on KFC, the way in. Of course. KFC, where I'm going to get you your lunch. So, yeah, it's a sort of industrial estate and at the very end of a road where you could drive up is this bunker and it's a big day just to see kind of what's going to happen next. There might be a new guy representing him today. This is the big story, I suppose, whether or not he gets a new lawyer or else. Because it was talked that he was going to represent himself. They haven't been able to contact this lawyer that they suspect is being employed by him. He hasn't been answering calls apparently during the week and stuff, so they're going to wait and see if he shows up basically here. I presume the press pack that are here will approach him if he does show up and start asking him questions. We'll have to just hold back given that we don't have great touch. But uh, it'll be interesting to see them. Well, maybe Jan will arrive before. Yeah, I wonder where Jan is actually. I'm Nicola Talent. And you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. The Marengo trial is the largest ever held in the Netherlands and at the centre of it sits gang leader Ridwan Taghi, a business partner and friend of Daniel Kinahan who's reigned terror on Europe. A street dealer turned millionaire cocaine boss, he's the epitome of a new order of criminal, a frightening breed of gangster who has taken on a state. Today, in the first of a number of dispatches, we're going into the bunker in Amsterdam, where Taggy is on trial for multiple gangland murders, and where we are going to meet Crime World regulars, the journalists Jan Mayus and Saskia Bellman, for the first time, as they work this very dangerous beat. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com.
Cheers, yeah, I'm there now, is it? So, yeah. we finally meet in person. Yeah, good to meet you. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, good. Do they know if he's here? Well, he's not coming, but uh, his, they're trying to wait to see if his law has a new, new lawyer. lawyer. Is no, it? Probably not. Probably not. No. The lawyer new lawyer is also not coming. No, volgens mij heeft hij zich in ieder geval niet officieel gesteld. Dus dan zou hij zich uh, ons belangstellen of zo. Maar hij staat niet op een lijst. So he's he's on the video. He's call. on video link exactly. So and then this lawyer isn't coming then, obviously. But anyway, so well, this is where we've been spending our time yeah, it's in the past. Looking, uh, isn't it? I mean, we have to be honest about it. You know, it's pretty grim. This is just an old warehouse or something, and they converted it into a court for a big trial or what was considered a big trial in the 90s. Yeah. And um, and it was like a temporary thing, but as things goes with temporary things, it's still here. I have to say, I was here early 18. When we were talking, I was like, yeah, I think, I think there's another big case coming up. And that was like February or something, 2018. And now the drone is up. That's usually okay. a sign that, that there is things happen, going to happen. What do you mean? Like, what would that be that's there? There's a drone up yeah, there. Yeah, I see it, yeah. He so obviously... That's, so that's like more than five years ago. I mean, my God. Uh, and then like uh, six weeks later or something, two months later, they announced the deal witness, Nabil. And uh, ever since... So does he come or only when he's... Only when, when it's his day in court. So we have 17 suspects. Yeah. Most of them are still uh, in jail on like a temporary yeah. uh, injunction yeah. that keeps them in jail. And then the cases are uh, separated. So there's each suspect has his, uh, they're all men, his case. Yeah. And they are uh, tried together. So it means that some, if somebody says something in uh, one case, and uh, so, for instance, a witness makes statement in one case, and another suspect or attorneys of another suspect want that evidence also in their file, mm-hmm. then you know they have to request, and then it's so then it's joined. But formally, mm. it's it's separate cases. And today, it's only the case of Tahi. Right. So that's why all the other suspects and all the other defense attorneys are not here because it's only his case. Uh-huh. And then, uh, well, apparently we're just going to hear from him uh, through a video link. Uh, and there was word that he had a new attorney, but apparently that attorney did not uh, formally uh, register, uh, register with yeah. uh, the district attorney's office. So it's kind of mm. unclear what the status is. And that's what today is all about. And the interest is about that yeah. as well. Because so that's probably there for what? I mean, security. he's not coming, but who? No, then there is. So the, there is. The lawyers uh, and for the. No, judges, the district attorneys, they're, yeah. all, uh, they're all in, in some type of uh, security measures. So they, they don't come here on their own. So do they get driven up this road they, they here? They get driven, yeah. They get driven. Up along here and then yeah. they just... Yeah. Actually, the guy's coming there, walking there, that's Guy Besky. He's the son... Oh, that's the son of Ines. The son Besky. of Ines. He looks like her from here, even. Yeah. And, uh, he's got that black I hair. I don't know and why he's here. Is he but a lawyer? He's a lawyer, yeah. yeah he's also uh, what he uh, defending uh, a couple of suspects. They're all getting excited there, look. His mother got arrested. 
Yeah, so she is she she's still kind of under suspicion and she's denied every yeah, yeah, anything yeah. So but she, she, but she is, can't no longer represent him no, because she she's can no longer uh, yeah. and uh, but she is so she was in protective custody for what four or five weeks or so? Yeah. Six weeks maybe. And then uh, she at the latest hearing she was released. And now uh, we are all waiting and wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how would you say the security compares to the Regency trial? I feel it's a bit loose. Do you? Are you with me? I I, I mean, there's so many buildings around us and some of the lawyers are walking in. It's obviously, I mean, it is just not a purpose-built building, is it? No. I mean, they're pulling up, they're getting out, they're going in the front door. Is there more industrial stuff around the corner there? There probably is. We say loose, but I mean, Jerry Hutch did walk out the front door. And up I the street. know, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and the other two suspects were in and out and having lunch and their picnics around the court. But uh, no, I mean, just from a point of view like that, say that up there, look at that, the amount of, you know, elevated viewing platforms there are of this. Worried about snipers? I would be if I was of importance, <laughs> but I am not, especially in this country. So yeah, um, there's a lot of cars. There's yeah. a lot of like traffic. There's there a lot is. of like passing. There's a lot of nearby. ordinary business going on nearby. Yeah. Take my jacket off and so hot. And who's this on the motorbike? Just up you go. It's Deliveroo, I guess. Deliveroo. Right up past the door. This building is possibly. Parts of it are empty. Mm. The windows look as if they're certainly not kept clean or anything. It feels just, we're just saying, it doesn't feel as secure as you'd expect. It kind of feels really weird. Right. Because it doesn't feel as secure as I would have expected it to feel. There's so well, many opportunities know, up on those elevated yeah, but, buildings and stuff. Yeah, but, but you have to realize that there's, so they've been monitoring, monitoring yeah. this area. They, they close it off from there and from there. So there's, it looks like there's a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but there's not. And then if you would walk behind there, yeah. there's probably police there too. Right. And there's so no, and there's no really, I mean, if he had been, if Bachi had been here physically, yeah, it would have been a lot stricter. Right. So there's nothing. Do really. any of his supporters or family or anybody ever come? No. no. Stay away. No. Only in the, 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 the very first day of the official start of his case, yeah. there was a group of supporters and they were demonstrating in white t-shirts. If you would look it up, there's photos available. Uh, mm. Like they had like uh, uh, t-shirts with some slogan about him. Right. Uh, and uh, I mean, uh, the, the start was during Corona time, so yeah. the access was limited. And then there was an, an extra location on the airport where there was a video link. And that's why they were there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that first day, there was... So there Remember was, there was co- above that, above the that air, building, there? there was like two uh, drones deployed. And then there was one helicopter really high in the sky. And then when they brought him in, yeah. so you saw this helicopter coming and he was in a convoy with like three Range Rovers. And then... I looked up at an open door and it's hanging maybe 100, 150 meters above somebody, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. weapon like that. Yeah. It's yeah. hanging out. Right. And that's when they drove him in. When do we go in? 
Uh, whatever you want to go. I don't know if you guys want to if you want to catch some blue lights and yeah, I do. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, we don't, we don't want to. Um... Inside the first door of the bunker, security tightens. It's a bit like a bank. Each door locks before another opens, and it's one person in at a time. Then there is this airport-style security machine. Bags, shoes, coats and everything else is put through the X-ray machine while armed military stand and watch. Passport ID is required and our names are checked and cross-checked before we get inside. There's a media holding area as such, but in typical Dutch style, it's quite dignified. There's even sandwiches and machines that dispense coffee and tea. We wait to be called into the courtroom and eventually the queue forms. Inside, unlike the usual wooden surrounds of a normal criminal court, this one is different. The media are held behind glass in a room that really isn't unlike a lecture hall. The blinds are down, but I know that on the other side of those windows will be the lawyers and the judges who've been overseeing this incredible case. There's a moment of silence before the blinds begin to raise. No doubt the journalists here for years covering this case know every sound and every trigger that heralds that the case is on. I strain to see what's in front of me. I can see the judges at the top, four of them, the senior counsel to my left and their right. Lawyers sit with their backs to us and to my right, a massive screen shows the face of Ridwan Taggy. He looks kind of normal, considering our surrounds and all that has occurred here. He's relaxed, almost smug. He speaks when he's addressed, and he leans into the camera on the desk in front of him. He's a bit bloated, but smiling and very well groomed. He speaks in Dutch and addresses the court. I look around for the reaction of my fellow journalists. I can see they're not pleased with the proceedings. Taggy is looking for them to be excluded as he talks to the judges in private, in camera they call it, about his legal representation. And it looks like he's winning. Suddenly the 21 members of the media sigh collectively and start throwing their pens on the desks in front of them. They begin to mumble, but quickly their voices raise. Taggy looks into the camera and he raises a thumb. Then he smiles. He's clearly won this little battle and he's happy. So, yeah, you could feel the disquiet there in the court, couldn't you? When the, I mean, we don't have any Dutch, but you could see the journalists starting to look at one another and I think Jan had kind of expected that anyway to happen, but um, yeah, you could see them the <gasps> gasps of disbelief. Like, even if you couldn't understand what was being said, you knew something Definitely. weird was happening or something yeah. a little off. And he, to me, like, I mean, we're just looking at him on a screen, but he, he looks bloated. Um, I thought, again, without the language, and you don't know what's happening, but you, you have an idea, he's applying for this in camera. I knew he was going to be asking for that. But he had that sort of smugness about him, a smug look, I felt. You know, he was sitting back, he was very relaxed and um, well-dressed today. They've said that they haven't seen him before in a shirt. He obviously just comes in a T-shirt or whatever. He's well-groomed. They appear to have kind of granted him this facility to talk to them behind closed doors because of all the complications with the lawyer getting arrested and him trying to uh, get a new lawyer who, when we arrived here this morning, everybody was expecting a lawyer to come along 
and obviously that didn't happen. So nobody knows, does he have a legal team, does he not have a legal team? Wesky's son is there, but he's not representing him and won't be. Saskia seems to say no, and they don't want delay. I can totally understand that, the length of time this has gone on. But like, talk about taking the right day to come. I mean, lastminute.com perhaps, but uh, at least we got to see what could be the very end of Marengo, open to the public, like. Saskia, how are you? Oh, hi. We've spoken so many times. Yeah. Oh, Good yeah. to see you. You I too, didn't yeah. You. I saw you, I was admiring your ring, actually, when we were inside. <laughs> yeah, we just came over to have a look. See Marengo. See Marengo. Might be the only few minutes I'm, see. I've yeah. been meaning to come for so long, and then I just said, yeah. in case this happens, I'll come and see. Yeah. It's funny, we've just come out of a big trial in Ireland to yeah. do with the Kinnahans. The Kinnahans, yeah. And uh, so it's in a purpose-built courtroom, so everybody comes in underneath. So this felt really strange, like with business going on as normal and... Doesn't feel very secure here. No, it doesn't. You know, there has been an attack on this building once when there was a Dutch criminal on trial yeah. here years ago. Uh, they, they with a, a rocket launcher, they, they shot projectiles inside. Yeah. Nothing happened. Only one went off, but on the top top floor. So nothing really happened. The trial just went on. The only safety they've got is the army and the police outside, drones in the air, helicopters yeah. in the air. That's it. I think yeah. if you really want something here, I think you can so do too, it. This wouldn't be too difficult. Like there's people going around on bicycles. There's yeah. people delivering yeah. food. Yeah. There's like businesses going on over yeah. there. Businesses going yeah. on here. It's yeah, you can do all kinds of things without being noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, look, you've got this far, so hopefully nothing will go on we'll before the end of it. But um, yeah, it's um. It's good to see him even on the screen. So, yeah, this is the yeah. first time we could really see him in his face. Yeah, it was a good day to come. Yeah, 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 I'm glad I've seen him, but yeah. I would have wanted to hear him as well. I wanted yeah. to know why he wants this behind closed doors yeah. and safety reasons. So they might give you a little bit more information today, I hope so. is that it? Yeah, That's I hope what you're so. hoping for, yeah. 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 And they let you back in and maybe the yeah. judges will address you. Yeah, he won't. he won't, he won't, but uh, the judges Explain to us what happened with um, Wesky. She was arrested because um, she's, according to the prosecutors, uh, she must have uh, brought messages from Ridwan Tachi to the outside and mm. from the outside, uh, inside the, the maximum security prison, um, which is obviously forbidden. Uh, they want to cut him off from his criminal organization and they had um, information that he was still able to com communicate with the outside world. Now, there was already one lawyer who got arrested and is convicted to five years imprisonment. Yeah. yeah, that was his nephew. Oh, his nephew. Uh, but they couldn't refuse him to help his cousin uh, until it, he proved to, to be leaking information. But already before this nephew or this cousin um, came into the picture, there was information leaking out and also coming in. And after he got arrested also. So there had to be another leak. And according to the prosecutors, that is Ines Vesky, his, uh, his lawyer. But, I mean, you'd be surprised by that because I remember you telling me before that she had this... Because um, I think I made some silly remark. But I made some silly remark, like, she kind of looks scary or whatever. She's kind of gothy looking and she's yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit sinister looking. Yeah. Um, 
But she in practice, she's not seen us at all. No, no, she's very. She's been in practicing for years with a very years with an absolutely clean record. Yeah. Never done anything wrong. She's, I mean, she's the example of integrity among lawyers. Uh, she's and always she's very denied. much um, uh, stressing rules. Whenever mm. rules are being uh, violated, she's the first one to to complain about it. Um, she is denying. She says she didn't do that, um, and she's not being um, prosecuted now for being part of a criminal organization that kills people but for uh, being part of a criminal organization that deals with drug trafficking. So the information she, according to the prosecutor, has passed um, didn't endanger people's lives, as far as we know. But we still don't know exactly. Mm. Uh, and she's denied it, and maybe she, maybe she, it's, you know what I mean, maybe she yeah. didn't do anything. That's very, uh, very possible. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. We heard a few um, app conversations um, that were being um, exchanged between Ines Veski and family of Rido Antachi. Maybe there is a good explanation for it, but it did sound as if Ines Veski first tried to um, to prevent uh, her from being being forced to uh, to to leak information. Um, the son and the, the sister of Ridwan Tachi were complaining about the fact that she never answered her phone, that she didn't um, react to messages. They said that uh, they had to find another lawyer and that uh, she would have to put to, to, uh, to pick up the phone whenever they called her. So it's, it sounded as if she tried to resist, mm-hmm. uh, but it's possible that she wasn't able to resist them very long. We don't know exactly. It's, uh, He's such... An anarchist, isn't he? And um, he's against the whole world. He's against the whole system. It's like he has a belief in himself that he is almost like a superpower or something. That's exactly what he said. He said, um, I'm already convicted. So, you know, months ago he said that. I'm, I'm not coming to the courthouse anymore because you already wrote the verdict. So just take it out of your pocket, read it, and then I can stay where I am. I don't need and to who's travel he saying to, that? to the judiciary or to the to media. The, to the, no, to the court. Yeah. So he's against the ver- He's very against the media as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, yes. it was in the Telegraph. That's, that's that the obviously because we are a danger to him. Uh, two of my colleagues are under um, protection. Yeah, 24 hour security. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because and of threats that are supposedly coming from him. Um, and they will continue to be. I mean, they're not going to pull that security no, on them. No, they will go on writing about him. Yeah. And whenever they find news, they will publish it. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's a it's a big sacrifice because you your private life is oh gone. You can't do anything anymore. You can't decide to have dinner with your wife uh, spontaneously. Uh, you can't go to the gym just whenever you want it. You you will always have to deal with security. You're losing your freedom. Yeah. Um, entirely. He was complaining about having to wear handcuffs moving from place yeah. to place in the prison and all the rest of it. And uh, is he? Do you know anything about his incarceration? Is it tough regime he's under? Yeah, the toughest at the right. moment. Yeah. And if it, I think if politicians get their way, a lot of politicians, uh, the circumstances will only get tougher. And that had a lot to do with this lawyer that was able, the other lawyer, his, his cousin, mm. uh, to come in and, and leak information to the outside world that proved to be fairly easy. So now they want, um, if lawyers visit Tahi, they want 
uh, them to be together. There should be four eyes. So if one gets, you know, persuaded to to bring information to the outside, the other can say, oh, hold on, we're not going to do that. Uh, they want to be able to listen in on conversations between lawyers and suspects. And now you can't. I mean, officially, it's forbidden because it's all confidential. Uh, so there's our, the, the regime is getting tougher. What happened with that? Do you remember the lawyers were being followed and they went out to Dubai and then they yeah. saw Daniel Kinahan in the hotel reception. They th- they were going to meet the boss of bosses, I yeah. think was what they said. Well, they're the only ones that are still talking about that incident, but nobody else talks about it and right. prosecutors just ignore it. They don't talk about it anymore. But the, the lawyers haven't stopped talking and complaining about it, so yeah. we yeah. haven't heard the end of it yet. So it's still That's still ongoing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, do you think he's unique and one of? No. I came here to see what Marengo was all about and to try to catch a glimpse of Taggy, the man accused of taking on the state of the Netherlands through his very own brand of narco-terrorism. He's suspected of being behind the murder of a criminal lawyer, a shocking target in a democratic country, of the brother of a state witness, a chilling message to anyone who crosses him, and of the journalist Peter Orr de Vries, who gave his voice to victims of crime. I don't think Taggy is unique, nor do I believe there's anything particularly Dutch about him. I think there are Taggies out there throughout the criminal underworld, and I fear the next one could be Irish, and I believe we've a lot to learn from the experience here in the Netherlands. Marengo is coming to its close, but Taggy continues to agitate. He's looking to delay the case further, and he claims that he's grappling to find legal representation. Only time will tell how the judges will look on his predicament, and if they are prepared to let this mammoth trial run into yet another year. Only time will tell. But for now... I want to know what it's been like to work here in the Netherlands in such strange circumstances and under such fear. I'm off to join Jan Meus for a debrief on all that I've seen and learned. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. And why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take the Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume the Sunday world if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume the Sunday world responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.